All right, welcome back to another episode of the Diving Deep Show podcast. This is episode number 134. Title of today's episode is If the NBA Playoffs Started Today. We're just going to basically run through what the matchups will look like right now, including the play-in tournament, and we'll just have some fun with that. And then we'll talk about the NFL. Got to talk about your Chargers, unfortunately. Got to talk about some of the MVP race that's going on right now. But uh, overall, how are you feeling Going into this episode, oh, uh, not too bad, man. Just you know, having a having a good day. Just been chilling, relaxing, uh, watching some basketball. Now ready to talk some some hoops and some playoff football that my Chargers will unfortunately not be a part of. Y'all were still alive before this past week, right? Technically, Tec- I mean, yeah, not really, but technically, yeah, technically. Yeah. I mean, I guess even now, technically, we are still part okay. of after a. That performance last ba- Thursday, the backup quarterbacks this year. You just guys, you y'all just don't have one. That's I, like, I was just gonna say it must be nice when I look at teams like the freaking the the Bengals, the Texans, like just being able to get it done with your backup quarterback. It must be nice. It must be real nice. There's just, a lot of system QB talk going around for some of these quarterbacks. Well, I'm glad my my quarterback is no longer part of those because at one point people were talking crazy on Justin Herbert's name. So I just hope. Although that loss Thursday night was embarrassing, I just hope some people can realize just how important important Justin Herbert is to our team. How would how would you feel? Because I know obviously you're a Chargers fan before anything else in terms of football, but how would you feel about Justin Herbert not being a a Charger? Like, would is there any possibility or any part of you that would ever be okay with trading away Justin Herbert? Um, if you like, let's say you traded him for. Justin Fields in like both of the for those first picks, those two picks, you wouldn't be okay with that. Part of you, I know you'd be upset at the beginning, but part of you'd be like, okay, you know, it's just whenever you get that guy who, you know, we've all seen, and again, there have been some nasty talks on his name this season, um, none of which were valid in my opinion. Just like the heavy criticism i'm not gonna say any type of criticism because every player deserves to be criticized but just the heavy criticism uh talks about how he's regressed and he's not as good as he used to be when in reality the situation around him isn't as good as it used to be we talk about coaching talent everything it's just not good enough um as far as moving off from him when i've experienced what it's like to have a top five quarterback i i just i think you do whatever you can to keep that I, I you know Justin Fields does have a lot of promise he's shown some some steps this season uh in becoming a a great player but as far as you know just hitting the reset button and reset button just kind of hoping one of these guys becomes a top five guy when you've already had a top five guy just yeah seems a bit counterproductive in my opinion I just think that and it'd be in the best interest for Justin Herbert. I know you would. No, I. it's not a Chargers thing, bro. I mean, it, it just it's not the logo. It's the situation. I mean, the GM's gone. The head coach is gone. I don't know what the next steps are going to be. I, I think just improving draft selections, which outside of this year, like y'all generally make – would you say y'all make the right selections – I'd say, uh, honestly, we're not 
all time bad. Like, but as far as I feel like our recent, you know, great hits on first round picks have, you know, and I, I just kind of just seems like me being a Telesco hater, but he kind of went with what he was supposed to go. We, you know, the 2020 draft, we needed a quarterback. Like we rivers had just left the team. Tyrod Taylor was our, you know, starter to be at that time. We obviously needed a quarterback. Joe Burrow, obviously, fantastic season, goes number one. The next best thing up, you know, it was between Tua and Justin Herbert. Then you obviously had Jordan Love in there. Jalen Hurts were also of that same draft class. But for the most part, it was Justin Herbert and Jordan Love. Tua goes the pick right before. To me, there's there's one pick to make. Don't mess mm-hmm. it up. Justin Herbert's right there. I'm not going to act like I saw it coming because I was not, you know, watching Oregon too much. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I knew Justin Herbert's going to be there. No, I didn't. But I did know he was a highly touted prospect and like the number two or number three quarterback in a lot of people's eyes. Um, and then you go to Rashawn Slater, which was another all pro. Well, the only all pro that we've selected in the past couple years. It was a miracle that he even fell to us. We were again, we needed a tackle. It was something that had been missing from our team for a while. It's just not something I'm giving a whole lot of credit to Tom Telesco for making when, you know, these guys who kind of fall to him and whenever they get there, it's like, whoa, Sean Slater, he's still available. That's like arguably the best tackle in the draft. Of course we're taking him. Yeah. That's why I say y'all generally make the right selections or have first rounders. Yes, but it's those late, you know, those day two, day three draft picks where it's just like it's it's been real tough to find some value there for us lately, at least. Yeah. Well, we are going to talk about them more later on the show. We'll end up we'll talking more about the MVP stuff, but we are going to talk some football later. Let's get to the title of this episode. If the NBA playoffs started today, let's start in the Eastern Conference. So basically what we're going to do is going to look at who's – well. Let's look at the play-in first, and then let's just decide which two teams we think will make it out of there, and then we'll go 1-8, 2-7, 3-6, 4-5, so on for the Western Conference after that. So in the East right now, the two play-in teams as of today, which is, what's today, the 19th? Yes. The play-in teams are the Hawks at 10, the Nets at 9, Pacers at 8, Heat at 7. I think it's pretty clear which two teams we'd probably pick to make it out of that. Yeah, just seven and eight. Seasons. Yeah, Heat and Pacers. I think Pacers. the Nets have a better chance than the Hawks. And if if you want to look at it, the Raptors at the eleven spot, and the Bulls are right there too. And then the Hornets, Wizards, and Pistons are in poverty. I I feel like I'd be surprised if it wasn't these, or I mean, any of those. I'm I'm surprised teams. Indiana's that low. That's why I was like, whenever you said that, I was like, damn, Indiana kind of dropped. Yeah, they they lost four straight. Oh wow. But I don't think they, that includes the. In season championship, right? No. So technically, that's five straight. Yeah. So they're they're on a bit of a of a lull. Drake, I, I Drake asked you a question here. You see it? Yeah. Uh, do you think Sean likes Russ? And if not, what did he expect coming into this season? His contract is horrible, so he had to know that before joining the team as the head coach. And good luck with you in fantasy. I'll see you. Did then. you win? Someone. In our league, you won? Yeah. I needed 14 points from Jalen Hurts on Monday, and he got like 22. Oh, okay. I he thought you folded by not starting James Conner. I was like, oh, crap. Nah, freaking. It was crazy because that game, uh, 
Ek- the Chargers game, uh, Eckler obviously <laughs> didn't have a good game. He finished with 7.8. And I was like, surely Barkley will do better. No, Barkley did worse. He had five points. But shout out my boy Raheem Mostert. Been coming through for me all oh, He started three running backs. Yeah. I, was hat, go- I legit was going to text you, bro. I don't think you should start uh, Eckler. I think you should go with Connor. I, but I didn't because I didn't want to be the reason why you lost. So. Yeah. But you ended up winning, so good for you. Nah, I'm, my receiver luck is getting horrible because – I might drop a receiver. I'm Kirk, freaking balls exploded. Olave <laughs> didn't play last week. Uh, who else got hurt? Christian Watson, inactive. Um, and then there was a fourth uh, – Michael Pittman got hurt during the yeah. game. So I had four guys – Two of them, or two of them, were in game, and then two of them I couldn't even play because they were hurt. So my receiver luck is, it's 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 tough right now. I'm but just saying, I might. If, if, am I wrong? If I is it bad if I drop? Because I think I, no, I don't have to drop anybody, but I was just gonna drop somebody for fun and not say anything. Nah, nah, don't, don't do that. Yeah, nah, because it might get somebody <laughs> else. I mean, and this is me saying that. Like in all, you're the commissioner. Oh well, no, in all honesty, like I would probably benefit the most because I'm like the lowest seed, so my waiver priority. Oh, okay. And in terms of like the playoff teams, which I was gonna is drop like Corlin Sutton or something. Only, uh, Drake might get him. <laughs> yeah. But back to Drake's question. Um, do I think Sean likes Russ? And if not, what did he expect coming into the season? Um, I, I, you know, I can't tell you what Sean does and does not like. All I can tell you is what I've seen Sean work with throughout his season, and the one quarterback I've seen him work with and have the best success in his career is Drew Brees. Um, the similarities between Drew Brees and uh, Russell Wilson are they are short quarterbacks, and the similarities stop there. Drew Brees is a quarterback that could sit in a pocket, dissect you all day, make any throw, arm, make any throw. Russell Wilson, in you know, in his heyday, in his prime, was somebody who was you know looking to use his legs to extend time, you know, roll out, let guys run whatever kind of route they want and you know he's gonna use his athleticism to buy him more time as bobby portis and jeremy sohan get into it and he just will not put his arms let go bro what are you doing (laughs) um but i i you know russell wilson he still had himself you know a great career it's you know hard for me to say that you know i i wouldn't say that he doesn't like russ it is is it his preferred style of quarterback probably not because again when you have a quarterback who has kind of always relied on his athleticism and now his athleticism isn't at all what it used to be, it's, you know, not ideal, but credit to, you know, Sean Payton, he's been doing a pretty good job. Also that defense, you know, after having a rough start, they've uh, played very well to end the season. Uh, but yeah, that, that contract is, is horrible. Um, and I don't know how easy it is to, you know, move off from that. But I, I would say it's it's probably not his preferred style of quarterback. You know, a, a, a quarterback who's kind of always relied on his athleticism. He doesn't really even have that athleticism anymore. It's kind of defeats the whole purpose of him, defeats the whole purpose of that. And, yeah, that's it, it's tough, man, because it, it seemed like a good idea. I think – that Sean Payton and Russ are just adjust, were just adjusting to each other. This is the first season. Obviously, last season was a mess, and they, he wasn't even there. But like, what I'm saying is like, Russ is a high level game manager right now, and he is himself having to adjust to that. 
because I think last year he was having a hard time with the offense that he was like learning. I mean, do quarterbacks like veterans have to learn offenses like that? Yeah, it's. I mean, as long as you're, you know, you know, you're dealing with a new regime. Obviously, well, he was bad. I was gonna say, like, obviously, he wasn't really dealing with new offenses in Seattle every year because you know, it yeah, was he had Pete Carroll, but you know, going to a new team, going to a Going to a different situation, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, you're, you know, he was with Aaron Rodgers, so you're looking more towards, like, that style of offense. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely he was learning a new offense for sure. And I just you think. You could tell. Yeah, I think Sean Payton was getting more frustrated this season with, it seems to get more when they're losing. Because when they're winning, things seem fine. Yeah, winning heals all wounds, man. Yeah, the losing is what affected it. Yeah. And like I said, Russ isn't that same player he once was, so <clears throat> he's having to adjust to just being a game manager, and that's kind of where the issues have happened. And then, you know, they just lose some games here and there. The lack of consistency, it's just mm-hmm. going to cause frustration. I don't for you. Oh, man. I, I, I don't understand. Like, this was a big thing yesterday. People were – anytime Jalen Green has a bad game – People want to say things like this where I see it as for a guy, like I made the comparison, and obviously I'm not making the direct comparison right now, but I was saying like Chauncey Billups got drafted by the Celtics and they traded him before the season was over. And then he got traded from like Denver to Toronto and then he was on like four different teams before he finally – Teams finally were patient with him, and he turned into the starting point guard of a championship team. Finals MVP. He's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what Jalen Green's going to do. I'm just saying we're in, to me, the first season that he was playing with us, it's a wash. I don't even count it at all, bro. He was playing AAU basketball. Then the second year, despite it being more AAU basketball, he was starting to at least improve as a, as a player. And now this year, you see him – having to accept a new role of, like, this team is really being marketed as Shingun's team now. And that's he's got to adjust to that because it was being marketed as Jalen Green's team. Yeah. And that's a whole new situation. He's dealing with new coaching coming in. And I think that he's responded very well to it. But a lot of people don't look that deep into it, and they're just going to look at the play and what he's doing on the floor. He's not He's not – there have been great players in this league who are not efficient with, on offense. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he's going to hit that level. Probably not. But I think that he has definitely, like, from the games that you've seen, you see he doesn't pout. He gets benched. He's, okay, I'm still on the bench. I'm going to watch see what coach wants me to look at, and then I'll come back in when he needs me to come back in. I just think he's showing a lot of maturity because I thought he was going to, like, really, you know, like him and Ime Adoka would, you know, their heads would go up against each other and they wouldn't, mm-hmm. like, it would be a problem. But I, I was really happy that Jalen Green has really, he's he's been mature about it. And he hasn't been great, I understand that, but I think we just got to give him time. We're, what, not even 30 games in. I think I just think the uh, thing is, like, what Drake has an issue with is, like, the way we're talking about him now, it's just, like, we're kind of just even hoping he can just be a good role player. This, He's not guy, a lockdown defender, so yeah. But that—that's when we're talking about like, what is he really? He, he has to improve defensively. I won't live, give an excuse, but the thing is, he has improved at least moving his feet, his awareness. He's not. It's like he weighs what, like maybe ten more pounds than me. 
I'm not going to be able to guard nobody. Of course, he ain't going to be able to guard nobody. It's just showing effort, in my opinion, is a big thing for him. Yeah. He's got to develop, but, like, now there, he's, he's his sole responsibility is just to score. And when he's not making buckets, it's going to stand out. Yeah. And really, when we talk about it, we've talked about it multiple times, but, like, just that defensive aspect of the game, it's it's all effort. When you decide to lock in and you really want to focus in and hone in on defense, you can do it. It's going to take up, you know, a lot of your energy. You know, it's probably yeah. going to take away those, you know, pretty buckets. I'm sure he likes getting – but, you know, it, it makes you a hell of a lot more valuable player. Yeah, I'm hoping that he, you know, can just continues to improve, gets stronger. But in terms of his offensive game, he definitely has improved. Like, getting to the basket, finishing. Sometimes he does a little too much. Like, you know, he's trying to be like Kyrie when really you just need to go up strong, lay it up, or dunk on somebody. I mean, you used to do that all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, that's your guy, too. And I ain't just for me. You're a Jalen Green guy. Yeah, I mean, I just I was a big guy on him, you know, before the draft. I was hoping, again, at this point he could be a bit more than just a scorer. But He's definitely better than Josh Giddy. Remember we had that TikTok that went crazy on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, but, like, is this the bar we're talking about? I'm just saying I, I'm recooked with that I, one. I would, no, absolutely. That was it was silly that we were discussing that, but uh, overall, just that entire draft class, it's looking like does is there a single uh, a singular like you know f- number one option on a team that can lead your team to the playoffs? On our team? No, just in that draft class. Right now, the closest is maybe Franz, and he's not a number one guy. That's what I'm saying. Like overall, that draft class is kind of underwhelming. I feel like. And see, and that's okay. People put these expectations on. Even Cade, like these, yeah. it's not their fault they're drafted one and two. It's just a not so talented draft class, and like this kind. I mean, shout out to Drake, but if people are just looking at the box scores, and to me, wow. that's where an issue comes. Jaw game winner, first game back. Seriously? Yep. Buzzer beater. Dang, I'm gonna have to look at that real quick. But anyways, but what I'm saying is like just box score watching. I think you're doing yourself a disservice. Again, you you'll you'll see it and be like, okay, it's justified. He didn't shoot well, but game to game, he's definitely improved and shown some of the intangibles that he didn't have when he was a young player. Uh, I thought it was like a step-back jumper or something. That was kind of weak. Yeah, a little weak. But, you know, first game back from suspension was kind of tough. Well, I, when you did that and I looked up and I just saw, like, that going on, I thought he punched somebody or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, yeah, let's let's get back into the – Eastern Conference. So let's say we got Heat at seven, Pacers at eight. We'll give Heat the respect. Yeah, I'm picking Pacers or Heat all day for sure. Okay, so we'll go. The first matchup would be Celtics Pacers. I don't think it will be this, but if it is, I'm sorry. I got to pick Celtics pretty easily here. Yeah, Pacers would be like a good first round team. This is a gentleman sweep if they're lucky. Gentleman sweep if they're lucky. I think they get two games. If the Hawks can get two games off Boston, yeah, that's that was a different Boston it. team, though. But that was, you know, Trey being in the playoffs, just kind of taking over. And so, I mean, if Tyrese is of that level, he should be able to as well. Yeah, so I would definitely, I would go Celtics for sure. The next matchup would be Bucks versus Heat again. We can't get away from this matchup. Mm. I'm picking the Heat, I'd bro. I'd like to think that the, you know, full-strength Bucks would, be able to take down the heat. I can't do it, man. 
I'm just kidding. I would take the Bucks for sure. I was like, why though? It's just <laughs> history, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat could pull it off again, though. But the thing is, yeah, I'm not the biggest Giannis fan. I don't think he would allow the Bucks to lose again to the Heat. I don't think so. He no. would take over and go to the free throw t- free throw line like 40 times. So hopefully not miss half of them. This yeah. Time. Well, when he had that 60s the other how much how many did he miss? I don't know. But I was referring to the last oh, okay. time they lost him in the playoffs. The last game he could not hit nothing from the free throw line. I, I definitely think this series will go seven games. Six at the minimum. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, what about 76ers and Cleveland Cavaliers? Another one pretty. This could be a sweep, low-key. Yeah, Cleveland's season kind of teetering, but, you know, you got uh, Mobley missing some time, and I think let's Gar- assume Garland they're all, as well. Yeah, let's assume they're all here. Philly all day. Both right. teams healthy. I'm, I'm still taking Philly. Well, yeah. something random I saw earlier. I was out doing some Christmas shopping. At, uh, where was I? Marshall's? And random, like, bunch of Darius Garland jerseys. Really? Weird. <laughs> That's strange. <laughs> Did he change his number? What, what is he? He's number 10. 10. Yeah, I think Philly has always been 10. Okay, because I was thinking, okay, maybe if you change his number, they yeah. got the old ones in there. So, no, it was I feel like he's 10. They were all, like, That's a double a, XL, triple okay. XL. So, <laughs> there might have been a couple mediums in there. Yeah, I would definitely take 76ers pretty easily. I think 76ers would dominate this series. I think th- I I do think this will be the end of the Donovan Mitchell experiment after this season. I don't know what his contract's looking like, but I think that there might be a trade out there for him to. I just think I don't know, man. Some about this team, I, I don't trust him. Yeah, no. I didn't trust him last year. I don't trust him this year. I feel the same way, and again with how Philly's been playing. Again, we're assuming health, so that means we're gonna get a healthy Joel Embiid. He's healthy and right in the playoffs. Uh, I I don't care how many big men they have over there. None of them are stopping Joel Embiid. No, yeah, no way. Okay, it will be third seed. Excuse me. Sorry, Magic at Knicks. This would be a good series, I think. It would be a good series. I, man, I don't know where I will go because we've seen Randall. Even though I was talking about the playoffs last year, he was injured. Mm-hmm. I I don't. That doesn't mean I overly trust him. Like. I look, he might, I don't know, man. I would go Knicks. You go Knicks because of Brunson? That and just, you know, the most experienced team. You know, I, how much playoff experience does any player on that Magic team, Magic team have? Any one player. Good thing Gary Harris might have some. Yeah, playoff. he's the one that might. Uh, what's his name? With the old dude. Joe, oh, Ingles. Joe Ingles. Yeah, Joe Ingles. Yeah, but then now we're talking about auxiliary players. I think like, Jonathan Isaac might have a playoff game under his belt. Maybe. We're, we're stretching it. <laughs> <laughs> but point being, the Knicks are just, you know, they're, they've been in that environment before. Which, you know, sometimes that can make the magic a bit more dangerous because you don't know what you don't know. So you kind of just go out there and play free, not really thinking much. And sometimes yeah. it can help. But also, you know, sometimes that playoff basketball is different. Game really slows down. Um, I I I trust uh, Nick's vets more to get it done against you know the young and upcoming team at the moment. I, I would trust Brunson more than anyone on that team, and if Mitchell Robinson, if he's healthy, then I would I would like him to be able to create a ton of possessions for them. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but the Magic are well balanced and they'd be fun, man. Yeah, it'd be good. Yes, they have home court. 
That's crazy. I, I that's the one word that's like stumping us, Magic and Knicks. <laughs> right. I mean, it's a a good series if you've been paying attention it's the best year. series in the first round normally if you'd hear that you know you'd think like the magic but i've been playing some really good ball this year yeah and it'll be cool to see the magic get back in the playoffs i haven't seen them since what dj augustine was starting that point guard for them mm, hit a game yeah, winner against the bucks you don't remember that Vucevic days yeah was yeah Vucevic was there damn who else was on that team was aaron gordon on that team he had uh, to be yeah he had to be terrence ross was he what was that, 2019, 2020? Yeah, he was. He started oh, okay, off with yeah, the Raptors, yeah. and then he... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Magic. He was with the Magic, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Quick, Western Conference might take us a little bit longer. So, the as of right now, I guess that... Damn, this must have changed just uh, today or a few hours ago because well, the... Pelicans Cl- just lost, so... Well, they're down, and the Clippers are also down. Oh, I'm looking at the entire league. Sorry. Let's go back. Okay, right now the play-in teams in the Western Conference are the Suns at 10, Rockets at 9, Lakers at 8, the Pelicans at 7. And then the Warriors are kind of hanging in there. I think we know the two teams. I don't know if we know, bro. I think we know. Matchup-wise, I'll tell you this. I don't know about the Suns, but we always play y'all well, and we can, we can beat the Pelicans. Y'all aren't beating us in a playing game. I, I will... Okay, so who who plays who here? Seven is Pelicans, Lakers eight. Yeah, y'all aren't even making it past the Suns. I'll be real. You never know, bro. They got injury issues. I'm okay, not putting that we, out there. Then we just established we're assuming health. Yeah, we are. But I think it's fair to assume to like maybe leave Bradley Beal out. I mean, that's that, fair. But even then, I, I I like their chances. But we could move up though. We could be at the seventh yeah, seed. But we're doing no, SF today. Right now. Yeah, we are. Okay, so the Rockets would play the Suns? Yes. Okay. If it's nine ten or if those are the nine ten teams, yes. So whoever loses theirs out immediately, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'll say this. If we stay in that ninth spot and we have the home court, I I'm 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 gonna be there. I wanna be there. It's been so long since playoff yeah. of atmospheric basketball. The the plan the uh in season tournament was kinda close, but it's different when you have I feel that. You know the, all the shirts on the, mm-hmm. on the seats and all that. We'd probably lose. Do they still do that? I feel like they used to do that all the time, and like the crowd would just be all one color. And I don't see that anymore. I know the Heat did it, and the Rockets would always do red shirts. I just remember like noticing that one of the either last playoffs or the playoffs before, and, and like I was like I watched you know several games that day, and I was just like, man, they don't do this. All the teams t-shirts. used to do it. I swear, yeah, like OKC when they would have the, you know, the KD days when they when their crowd was awesome, um, they would just had a bunch of white. Oh, shirts I thought you were saying shirts. like people we've not sitting in the seat, so it looked like someone was there because everyone else is also wearing the shirts. No, I think they OKC would, they did. Everyone was there. It was packed out arenas. Well, no, I'm talking about the shirts. They would, the but they would. Shirts. Everyone would put the shirt on. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Like one. Color. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. Well, we wouldn't know about OKC because they haven't been in the playoffs for so long. Okay, so then Lakers, Pelicans. I'm not gonna lie, y'all might lose the first game and then have to. I'm sure you think that. I'm just saying, y'all could be paying, playing the Clippers. But we are doing today, Pelicans. I would y'all would probably win that, and then Pelicans. y'all could mess. Y'all could still mess around and lose as well to the Suns and just be like in the eighth seed. We're not losing the play-in, bro. 
Y'all happen. might lose one game. We when when have we lost a playing game? Yeah. Okay. Y'all have never lost in the playing. Uh, let me think. We beat the Warriors. The shot where LeBron saw three rims. Yeah, uh, I was here. We watched that game here. Yeah. Um. That's so long ago, but it wasn't that long ago. That does feel like a long time ago. Um. There was the last year we beat the Timberwolves. Year before we did not make the playoffs. Year before that, were we in the plan? No, I don't think the plan was there yet. We don't lose in the plan, bro. Okay, I need to get out the plan. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know what's you know what's crazy? It's kind of crazy. LeBron relies on the plan now to make the playoffs. How, bro? If the plan wasn't there, you we weren't a lower seed. It's not. I know, but he's it's getting close. But if you're saying he relies on it, as if if we went back to the old way, if it was the old way, we would just automatically be in the plan or the playoffs. So I've never been lower than the eighth seed. Not that I know of. I don't think so. The only time was with the, uh, not last year, but the year before, the first rest year, we didn't make the playoffs. No, but I'm saying the years y'all made it, we are over the ninth or tenth seed. I don't think we were. Well, we mean we have phones to confirm that because if it's true, then my take is kind of cooking. How is it cooking? Because if the plan wasn't there and he wasn't not. I know for sure we didn't do it last okay, year. What are you talking forget, about four years ago when we did it? No, forget he last year. Why is that it could, forget last it could, year? It could apply to this year. It's not, though. If we're, the Lakers are higher, a ninth or tenth seed, then what, that means what to are, me that LeBron is relying on the plan. What is our seeding right now? Where, what seed are we? Eight. So how are we relying on I'm it? saying it could happen. That's not even me it, hating. That's facts. Is, you're talking about hypothetical. I can say the same thing about KD. The only negative connotation you've talked about now is like, oh, Lakers could lose. Lakers could do it's this. Possible. But all these other teams, you're not talking about negative for them. I, we both I said why, Pelicans and Rockets are going to lose. You tried your damn hardest to say the Rockets are going to That's my win. team. I'm going to fight for them. But you have, know they have no shot at winning those games. I mean, anything can happen. I guess the freaking... Trailblazers could go on a 15 game win streak too. No, no, no. They could. Anything could happen. The Grizzlies might. So 2021, we were we finished seventh. Okay. 2022, we finished eleventh. 2023, we finished seventh. So okay. where is he getting? Where is he relying on it? I didn't remember what seed y'all were. We were the higher. We were never a ten seed getting in. But if it happens this year, then I'm gonna say that that he did it for the first time. Relied on it. Yeah, it would be just this year. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let's reconfirm it will be Lakers and Suns. Mm-hmm. So the first seed and the eighth seed would be Timberwolves versus the Suns. And the Timberwolves look like they're gonna stay in that number one seed. Yeah. That's a bit, that's what I love about the Western Conference is that we could see Minnesota take on the Phoenix Suns in the first round. Yeah, that's a fire series. I'm taking Minnesota. I think they really take that leap forward this season. Yeah, I think they you can establish yourself for sure by winning a first round series. Like it would be cool to see you get a first seed, but then lose in the first round. That would that would that's not fun. It'd be really cool to see them get the first seed and be like, okay, they're legit. Win a first round series at minimum. And we understand in the West, it's super tough. Anything can happen. But I, I would definitely take them over over the Suns. And I don't want to say definitely like it's not even close because I think it could it would be a really good series. Mm-hmm. I just think they're ready to take that next step. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I fully agree. I think when I say, you know, step forward, I'm not talking about, like, you know, 
becoming the one seed, which is, you know, that's great. You know, home court throughout at least the Western Conference playoffs. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, becoming a real serious threat in the Western Conference playoffs, you know, going back to last year, they probably gave the the wool or the nuggets, the nuggets the hardest series they had. That's what Bruce Brown said. Out of all the teams they played, so now, you know. And it only they, went they, five now, games. Now they need to, you know, stop, you know, being competitive losers, which is what they've been for the past couple of years. Just, you know, man, we really gave it a fight. We really gave those guys a fight. We made them sweat. And like, all right, well, now we need to see y'all start, you know, getting these wins, you know, advancing. It's not enough just to show up to the party and impress people. You got to, you know, you got to advance. I think they would. Next next match will be Thunder versus Lakers. I know what you're going to pick. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder. Lakers. Thunder, man. Thunder. Especially if when they get Laurie Markkinen. I don't know. If it's over, bro. If, I don't know if there's a single team you would pick us over out of all those. Top I'm hating right now. No, I want Julio to are. see this. I know you are. <laughs> now, this would be actually a pretty good matchup. Especially, like I said, if they do get Markkinen. Would he play at the three? Or would they just put him in at that four? Uh, why would he not be the four? I just because he does play the three. I mean, it's just like you slide him in at that four, that front. Court. Oh, we don't know who they're giving up. Are they giving up Jalen Williams? No, I they mean, can't. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't make that trade. Yeah, I don't even. Is, is this happening? Like, <laughs> no, I I'm trying to speak it into existence. Why? Because I want marketing to go to a better team. No, now you're a marketing guy. I didn't say I was a marketing guy. Well, I said I'm taking him over Julius Randle. You just thought that was crazy. Based off one season? Yeah. You still think that's crazy? I don't think it's crazy. I just thought it was disrespectful to Julius Randle. not, though. Who was injured going into the playoffs last year. And marketing who, you know, has gotten better. Never even seen him in the playoffs. Oh, I've seen Julius Randle in the playoffs. This is not pretty. I saw him lead a team to the playoffs. In the East, yeah, he did that. Okay, it doesn't matter. They he still got his team to the playoffs, and it was a what were they the 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 fourth seed? And how he do in that series? He that was his first time leading a team. Didn't have any secondary ball handlers. I mean, what are you expecting? Not that, bro. Markin would have also lost in the first round. You put Mark on that next team, they also lose. I'm sure he would have. I'm sure he wouldn't play that that bad. I mean, so he gets no credit for making all NBA and no, leading. I just, I just want you to. I don't the hypocrisy. I think Markkinen is a better player now, but it's like that's all I wanted to hear. Bro. That's that's, that's not I, what we were talking that's about. That's all though. I wanted to hear. No, because the that little thing, the top ten small forward or whatever it was, power forward. Power forward. Yeah, you're right. Um, we didn't include Julius Randle by two spots. One of the oh, he one should be through, in the top ten for one, regardless. One through eight, you were with up until Porzingis, you were with, correct? I think so. I got to so look then, at the video so again. Then, no, I'm telling you. Uh, so then Markkinen was that next name up, which you now agree that he's better. Like I you'd mean, rather, hindsight. You'd rather have Markkinen. Well, no, it's not hindsight. I was telling you at the time you were calling me crazy. And then there, so there was one more name that we, there that I put in because I was taking, you know, upside when Evan Mobley defensively. So we're talking about one or two guys that's better than Julius Randle. And that was the big issue. Just because he's made some all NBAs and all stars, nothing to sneeze at because that is a great achievement to do that. Yeah, kudos to him. But I mean, projection wise, it's fair to at least show him the respect after 
multiple All NBA appearances. Well, no, but that's the thing. It was projecting. So if we were doing, you know, so did you cook with that? I think I did. I mean, you tell me. I mean, the Jazz still suck. The Jazz are not a good team. I know. And Markin is supposed to be that good. He's come on. I mean, it, it'd be nice if he had Jalen Brunson. Uh, ascending top true. 10 point guard damn near. That, that'd be That's cool true. if he had one of those. That's true. He's also in the West. Wild, wild West. Okay, what matchup were we on? Thunder, Lakers? Give me your, like, realistic answer. Like, mm-hmm. Even oh, if it is still Lakers. No, it's, I mean. it's Lakers, but it's it's a lot similar, maybe to a lesser degree, that I was talking about with the Pacers. Like, a lot of these guys, Shea has been in the playoffs, but we're talking about, you know, years back. But the rest of them, not much playoff experience. On this Lakers team, there is nothing short of plenty of playoff experience on this team, especially with our top two guys. I'm just not picking a team full of young guns. I mean, not just, you know, put that's how, like, that's all they are, young guns. Shea is, you know, an ascending. He's been in the playoffs before. but No, that's what I was saying. When he was a rookie. It it feels like. Two two years, twice, actually, with the Thunder versus Rockets. Yes. Um. But again, you look at the rest of that team, not much at all. Shea's like the only way. If Shea's your vet, you know, our vets are, you know, Hall of Famers, legends. I, I'm, I'm, I'm siding with, you know, LeBron James in a series where, you know, of the on the other side, there's not like an overwhelming amount of talent. It's pretty even. I'm taking a go. I'm not hating. I really would take the Thunder here. It's not crazy. You can't say it's crazy. I mean, not really because, or no, I'm saying it's not crazy because they seem to freaking kick our ass every time we play them. But get us in the playoffs. I just don't think it's a good matchup for you guys. I like their pace. I think, I don't know. I still think the Lakers lack a real, like a real sure-handed secondary ball handler. Like, if you look at LeBron, he's kind of, when he's won, he's kind of always had that. Outside of the years when he was, like, in his peak prime. Like, in Miami, he didn't really need that. And Wade was that, but he, but they didn't really have, like, a bench guy that would come in and do that. Because he didn't need it. He was in his prime. But I'm talking about the years where he started to slow down a bit. He needed it. Where was our secondary ball handler last year? What do you mean? Who was it? I didn't win the finals. What are you talking about? We were good enough to beat the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. I didn't win the finals. I'm talking about to win the finals. I'm, we're talking about beating the OKC Thunder. I know, but I'm saying, like, I just don't trust. I would, come on. You like, just picked the Thunder. What do you I know, but I'm saying I'll probably be t- picking a lot of teams over the Lakers That's, right now because that, of the point I'm that, trying to make. Why did that matter? That didn't matter last year. And I didn't trust y'all last year. But we were we won two playoff series. Y'all didn't win the finals though. So that's all that matters. Like we, I we, do we think have, y'all are missing another guy. We have guy. no shot against these Western Conference just because we don't. We didn't have one last year. I think LeBron he has too much of that creative responsibility on his hands. You don't think that Rondo really helped him in twenty twenty? Did I say that? He I'm did. asking you. Of course he okay, did. Okay, so y'all could use another guy like that. Like, I, but I, I, there's I, not that many guys available to go grab. But if we're playing Denver, I'm with you. We will be fine versus OKC. So bro. you're just gonna be okay. Well, you're eventually gonna have to place face one of those teams. Were we fine last year against these other teams that were not? I do think with Denver, we were just fine. Were we not? 
Okay, I mean, we, yeah, no, we, the, we, the, the it, Memphis matchup was y'all should have won that series. I don't think y'all needed it. So now now it's we should have, but at the time it wasn't. Oh, y'all, y'all should win this. I think Warriors, when you get to play the big boys, that y'all it'll really show. Like I don't trust D'Angelo Russell. OKC is not a big boy. OKC is not I'm, a big boy. I already said that this is a matchup that I don't like for y'all just because of the pace. Pace, place goes out the window when you're talking about playoff basketball. Not necessarily. Teams slow playoff basketball slows down. That's that's proven. Like that's just a fact. It always does. You don't see that same pace that you do in the playoff. You don't see one fifty to one forty five every oh, Tuesday night not. in the playoffs. It just doesn't happen. I, I obviously okay. Oklahoma City is not a big dog at all, but I do think that they do match up well against you guys. And Shea has the ability to push the basketball, and he's. Good in the half court as well, so he's not the sole reason. Obviously, the role players got to step up, and we're talking about young guys who haven't been there before. So I definitely see why, of course, you're going to take the Lakers, but I just don't think it's crazy. So let's just say y'all do beat the Thunder. Some of the other teams, like we'll, we'll, we'll get to the next round, then we'll go back to the Lakers. So the next, the next matchup would be the Nuggets versus the Clippers. Nuggets. I don't know, man. The Clippers look man, for real. Your bias is coming out crazy. I'm not. I'm not being so biased. You're you basically just telling me right now that the Lakers have no shot against any big dogs, and we're losing to OKZ. And then now the Clippers are going to take down the defending champs. This is not bias. This is. <laughs> I'm being for real here. Okay, explain. Explain. Yourself. I don't think the Nuggets have seen a team that has three. Guys that you have to be, like, you you can't not help off any of those guys. Like, those three of the best bucket getters in the league. Like, Harden still showed the other night he can still do it. He and, showed uh, that he's one of the best bucket getters in yes, the league. Yes, the way he gets his buckets, he, he doesn't have to go out and be prime Harden. He dropped 35 hitting threes and getting to the free throw line. I didn't say he couldn't get buckets, but we're talking about the best. Okay, Kawhi bucket. and Paul George, that's still two. And Harden is, uh, Jokic, if he's your third option, Jokic yes. Jokic and playoff Jamal Murray? What we That's great. About? It's going to be a great series, bro. It's going to go seven games. It might. Nuggets taking it. I don't think so, man. I think the Clippers is going to get the, out the first round. I don't think this matchup will happen. I pray to God not. <laughs> but I'm not trying to be biased. I do think the Clippers have really figured out some stuff, man. They already beat the Nuggets, too, the other night. What does that mean? What does that it mean? It means something. It doesn't. Yes, it, really it does, doesn't. bro. No, it does not. The Nuggets play the same way every night. Did okay. And I'm just saying, like, so in playoff basketball, they're just playing the same so way. It, so playoff basketball is the same thing as regular. Season. No, I'm not okay, saying that. That's basically. But the game plan is the same, though. The intensity goes up. I understand that. But the scheme, it's not going to change. It doesn't have to. When you've, it's been proven that they're style of play is very successful especially I think in Jokic the playoffs will, I think Jokic what? will still dominate and get his numbers but depth wise Clippers clear that's a fair point the depth clears does it by, by far what do you mean does it I don't, does it like who who are we talking about I mean if Zubac and Plumlee are just giving you solid minutes they're not going to stop Jokic of course I'm not saying that 
But at least you got two big men that you can alternate throw in the game. Oh, but keep. see, and you just kind of gloss over that. You, I, there is a very realistic possibility that Jokic is not like they're not just giving you solid minutes. That Jokic is cooking the shit out of both. Uh, okay, those but bigs. he's gonna drop that thirty-five. Is, That's okay, it. But that doesn't mean like, oh well, they're having solid games. No, they're getting destroyed because they can't stop the other guy. So I'm it, saying you got to stop him in the other aspect in terms of where he's finding his teammates. And I think Paul George, Kawhi in the playoffs, locked in, healthy. Those are two of the best defenders we ever seen. And Jokic just being available is also one of the best players I've ever seen. I feel you. That's why I said this is going to go seven games. I'm with you. But, you know, I trust, you know, the stability. The- of course it's not. I'm not going to really go up too much against you picking the Nuggets. They just won the title. I'm just saying I would think I'll pick the Clippers. I know. Okay, Kings, Mavericks. This would be a good series as well. Kings I think we were hoping for this one last year, and then the Mavericks just started tanking. Kings, Mavericks. Huh. That's a fun series. That's a lot of offense in that series. That could be like a regular season basketball series, like that series specifically. I would um, go Kings. I, I think Luka and Kyrie will both get you a game, but I think the Kings – are the better team. They are the better team. But Luka gets in there, and this is, you know, the Kings are not some top dog either. They are very beatable. I think the I think the Mavs get it done. But Long series? Yeah, long series for sure. I feel like this is one of those games where, like, all the wins are going to be blowouts. Like, whoever wins the game is just... Ah, there's got to be some close games in there. Is. I mean, there'll be a series like that, man, where it's just like every game is just a blowout, and, you know, it's is it your turn getting the blowout, or is it the other team's turn? Are you hitting your threes tonight or not? I trust King's depth more. I trust Sabonis as the best big man on the floor. Luka's going to be the best player on the floor. And Kyrie, any given night, could be the second best player on the floor. Yeah. But I don't trust those role players. I don't, because when Luca when Luca starts playing Luca ball, I just don't like he just his ba- he takes bad shots sometimes, and I get that. I don't trust that. I get that. No, that's that's definitely a fair critique. Um, but also, I, I want him to trust his teammates more because he gets tired too. Like we've seen that for sure. Well, yeah, that's why you bring a guy like Kyrie in him and Kyrie in so. It's not even Luca has to do work to get Kyrie his shots. He can just go, give him the ball and go. Yeah, but then what's he doing? Not a ter- yeah. He's a terrible ball player. I'm, I, I hear that, but also we got to remember what Luca was doing the last time we seen him in the playoffs, and that's putting up insane numbers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. This would be a very tough series. It'll be fun to watch. Obviously, I would. I would lean Kings. Yeah, I would lean Mavericks. This is definitely like a seven-gamer, I'd say. Okay, but yeah, just to go back to the Lakers, if this, they would either be playing the Nuggets or Clippers in the second round. I need a Clippers-Lakers matchup. I'm, I just need it. It just feels like it's not meant to be, man. I feel like we had our opportunity years ago, and it's just... It would be oh, such an amazing... Oh, that would be like one of the most watched series. For sure. So many, oh man, I just, I need it badly. And I need y'all to lose. And it has nothing to do with you. No, you've been a Laker hater. I'm used to it, bro. You don't, you don't, you know, it doesn't hurt my, you've been a Lakers hater about as long as I've known you, so. 
It's, That's it not come, true. Comes with the price, you know, being, you know, a, a fan of a, a top team, you know, you get it all the time. I'm a fan of a top as, team too. That's what I'm saying. You get it as a as a fan of a top team, you know, a Cowboys fan. It's just, you know, you're gonna have, you know, I was whatever. talking about you're, the Rockets. You're gonna top team. Top ten, generally, yeah. Get out of here. If bro. you walked into the two thousands that are in the twenty ten What year are we in, bro? No, I'm just saying over the last twenty five years we've been generally a top ten team. Y'all are not a top. It team will go. It will go enough. It would go are, Celtics, Lakers, Heat, probably the, I don't know, Warriors, Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. Sorry, just sorry, just with Spurs. Ma- Mavericks. And these all teams have won championships, by the way. I would go. I mean, we won in the nineties. We got close. <laughs> you weren't alive. You I weren't alive. alive. <laughs> that, that's a good. Well, we be yeah. We're definitely top ten. Just because I can't think of another team name. So Milwaukee. Ah, uh, they weren't good in the in the twenty tens. Why are we talking about the twenty tens? I'm just saying, if you walk, if you walking into like the, if you're just talking about the last twenty five years, we've been a top ten team generally. And y'all are always may, competitive. Y'all are maybe sneaking in as ten, and we're one or two. Please stop what you're at. Whatever but that's a, I said a top 10 team. No, you said at first you, you revised Okay, a top said, team. Y'all are not a top uh, team. Okay. You're trying to get all specific now. I'm, I was in my head. I was thinking top I, 10. I was correcting the foolish statement you made. Okay. Well, yeah. If the playoffs started today, we'd have some really good series. Very good. And I would be getting nasty with some agendas. As Especially you if the Lakers. As you usually. Oh, you know it would be so sweet if, and if y'all didn't make the play it's Julio, bro. He pisses me off every time, bro. He just hates Harden, and it just brings out a side of me that affects you. You let other people affect your vision of how you view things. You I ever, like the Lakers. I, I, how? How can I hear you say you like the Lakers and be like, oh, yeah, no, you're right. You like the Lakers. What? No, you do not. You know, like when y'all were in that bad stretch of years, mm-hmm. I used to watch. Okay. What does I that was mean? there, bro. Julio wasn't. Let me just say that he was not. I was there. That doesn't. Ryan Kelly yeah, days, bro. And, and Kendall yeah, Marshall, bro. I know you probably tuned in and watched to fucking point your finger and laugh at us. I, that's no, I was like, I was loving Kendall. My bro was getting like fifteen assists a night. I know you remember he, that. No, he was a dimer. He was I couldn't understand why he North wasn't Carolina in the league. Because he couldn't do anything <laughs> else, bro. Just a passer. That's all he could do. I tell you all the time I loved watching Nick Young, bro. When he was in his Lakers era, that he was, he was different. So what does that mean that you only like us when we're fucking terrible? But when no, we're I good, just there have been just... moments where I was there and I was like, I'm a not a Lakers fan, but I love watching the Lakers. It's twenty twenty. Uh, I, I was there, bro. I don't mean much. we had two of your top three favorite players of all time. Like I would, I would <laughs> three. Oh. LeBron? You're kind of you're kind of flip floppy on LeBron. I don't know how you feel about LeBron. No, he's my goal, man. I don't know. The other uh, three weeks ago was Jordan, so I don't know. I told you you see my tweet. <laughs> I saw it. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's flip floppy, so I never know. Yeah, it's not your fault, Julius. He even said today he was like, even if the Clippers won and Harden played, or he said even if the Clippers lost and Harden played like the best, he'd still say Harden. Just <laughs> the reason why they lost. So it's pretty obvious he just has his agendas. I get it. All right, let's talk about some football, man. 
my Cowboys, this was one of the stories we had a chance to solidify ourselves as a serious team and you blow it. And even though I wasn't expecting that to happen, I'd picked us to win the game. Um, I was texting Sharif and he was just like, yeah, I wasn't expecting this. I was like, I wasn't expecting it either, but I'm not surprised at all. It's, I'm kind of used that to it. That wasn't surprising? No, bro. I was, I mean, Grant, I was, <clears throat> watched that game and. The way, let me say this, the way they won, they beat us, yes. But the fact I, that we lost to the Bills, no. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't talking about the loss. I'm talking about the fashion in which y'all lost. I did not see that coming at all. I could definitely see a world where we all obviously lost to the Bill Bills. You know, credit to the Bills. They're probably the hottest team in the NFL right now. Um, Josh Allen apology? Got well, it. He threw bro. the ball nine times. Josh Allen apology? No. Well, I already said he was my MVP. That's not enough, bro. You have been anytime. Stop he throwing has interceptions. Quarterbacks throwing interceptions. When he does that, he does it more we're than at, anyone. We're at a, a all time passing high in terms of just where our league is at now. It's just like the NBA all scoring. You're going to get interceptions. It happens. But uh, he throws um, bad ones. He does. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, no, just y'all getting completely dominated. I just, that, that was shocking to me. And again, like you said, it, it's, you know, I it get, was the I same get, thing as the Niners game. I get the disappointment because, you know, it's kind of the, you're fresh off. I'm of not five. disappointed. You're not disappointed. No, I told I'm used to this. I don't look. The thing is, I'm not like a lifelong Cowboys fan. I am a new fan. And all these lifelong Cowboys fans get so shocked when we lose games like this. Y'all been here for 25-plus years. I don't know what is shocking about y'all. It's the same story every time. We we beat up on all the bad teams, and then when it's time to play a good team, we don't show up. But you don't think they kind of turned a corner last week by beating the Eagles? That was, you know... Those, those are division games, and... I, realistically, like, like, realistically... Uh, Y'all were... And it was at home. I, I was going to say, without, you know, not taking... Trying to take credit away, but y'all y'all should have beat the Eagles. Should y'all not have... Like, considering you already lost to them. Yeah, that, in that sense, yeah. Yeah, not not saying that, you know, they're y'all are just a far superior team to them because y'all have been very even, whatever. But in, reali- in reality, you drop one to them to stay afloat in the division. You, you got to win that game against the Eagles. And especially with how the Eagles have been looking lately, it's that's a game y'all... In all intents and purposes, should have won. They won. I'll give them credit for that. Yeah, and then this one. But see, that's the thing. Eagle, uh, Cowboys fans, as Cowboys fans saw the Cowboys beat the Eagles, and that was their crowning moment. Oh, yeah. we're here. We're back. And, and I'm sitting there like, I mean, it's a division game. Yeah. We already lost once. You really want to get your get back. I need you to do that and then go back the next week and beat the Bills. And you can't do that. And I... Like I said, I'm not shocked by it, and that's that's the story of the Cowboys, man. That's why I always taper my expectations, bro. It was definitely a crowning moment when they when y'all did beat the Eagles last year, or <clears throat> excuse me, last week. Um, and I remember even I was in the group chat giving y'all credit, like, "Hey, man, I've been telling y'all this Eagles team this year they're they're vulnerable. I don't like them as much as I did last year. Them boys, I said up, it. Them, I them, said it after two weeks. Them boys up in up in San Francisco." That's the top dog right there, still to me. Still to me to this day, they are from weeks one through week fit. Whatever week we're at right now, San Francisco has been the best team of the NFL to me. That's the team. If you're in the NFC and you want to get to the Super Bowl, you have to beat that team because that team, in my opinion, is on a mission. 
they feel like they were robbed last year by, you know, the football god, the injury gods, you know, kind of luck just wasn't on their side last year. And I, I really feel like that's the team on a mission. <clears throat> Beating the Eagles is cool. You know, they had, you know, their, you know, Super Bowl runner up last year. But to me, that team just really has regressed. I really feel like they're missing that coaching. Uh, uh, some, a lot of talent on that team, you know, that left in the offseason to chase a payday. You know, you look at CJ Gardner Johnson, who was a great leader for that team, great player for that secondary. They are really struggling. Just overall, that defense has just been very underwhelming. Jalen Hurts doesn't seem to be, you know, playing at his highest level that we know he can play at. And the Cowboys were just, you know, in the right place at the right time. They, you know, beat a team that was, you know, kind of teetering. And, you know, it, it kind of sucks because, again, I feel like I'm just kind of taking credit away. But, again, I feel like that's a game y'all should have won. And this is the game where it's just like, okay, this Bills team has been really good. This is y'all's actual test where it's just like, yeah. man, if y'all beat win a desperate this, team, if, if y'all win this game, now I'm I'm really impressed with y'all. But it, it, it really what, – what sucks is the manner y'all lost. Even if we'd won that game, obviously Cowboys fans would have been hyped, and I would have been right there. I've been hyped too, but like a national coverage would have been like, well, you are beat a team that's all beat up and stuff and missing like seven starters. But then you go and lose to them, like that's even worse, bro. They like Completely dominated by them. Yeah, it's just, and the way they did it, bro. Yeah, we that's, cannot that's stop the, the run, that, can't stop anybody. That's the worst part. It's same thing yeah. and i know like i talked to other cowboys fans it's like i want the eagles i want the eagles like okay we can play the eagles but you understand we're gonna have to face the niners at some point mm-hmm. and we're i will never say and say okay we're gonna beat them i know those are the that's the big battle wolf for y'all that's the team i feel like that just really strikes fear into y'all's heart where it's just like i don't even I, i'm sure even when we they had jimmy g i would i'm sure i don't know who i picked to win but i'm sure i i knew you i'm sure y'all knew that i was fearful of losing the t- to them then and we did yeah so it's just the same story over and over again so what now are you just like we're cooked like are you are you just tipping your hat to the niners and saying good luck in the super bowl or like what was going on this is how you feel about the nfc it always comes back to dak and that's why juan and them get so mad because dak is good he is arguably a top five quarterback but not when you need him to be a top five quarterback. You Cowboys fans love him because he'll do have a great regular season, and then the his stats will look great. Yeah, his and then be, after great. they lose, it's like benefit of the devil. Oh, well, he can figure it out next time. Oh, next time. Yeah, look at all it's the next stat. time, look at all bro. The stats he just put up this yeah. past season. Like he, he had a great year. It's not his fault. When in reality, maybe it's not all his fault. I don't think anybody has ever tried to put it all on Dag, but. I'm not trying to put losing all on his, but like I've said it before, and I told Juan, I told other Cowboys fans, the only way we beat the Niners is if Dak steps up and keeps us in a game. We saw him, when we played the Niners, what happened? He looked horrible. The agendas after that game were nasty. I was saying CJ Stroud was better than Dak Prescott, Mm -hmm. which was false at the time, just overreacting. But it's true, when, when things are not going good for him, and he's getting blown out. He just can't get you back in the game. I mean, that's fair probably for most quarterbacks, but I'm just saying, like, you got to go into a game versus the Niners just like you're down already. Yeah. And just fight your way for every 
bit of offense. I don't know. It's just it's bad. It feels like the well, I don't really remember last year's playoff game too well, but at <clears throat> last year and then the game with Jimmy G you were talking about, it just kind of like you blink or you go to grab a drink from the fridge and y'all are down two scores. The like, first, the one the one versus like Jimmy that. G penalties killed us like crazy, yeah. bro. I know y'all took a while to wake up basically that first half. Y'all just... Still, we're, we're still in the game. Mm-hmm. That was a Niners team that their offense was not this potent, bro. They did not have Christian McCaffrey. That was two years ago. Now this team has Christian McCaffrey. Brandon Ayuk wasn't even a factor no. at that time. It was really just Debo and Kittle. Debo, Kittle, yeah. And then uh, whatever running back to him. Yeah, who Elijah was it? Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell I Elijah think. Elijah Mitchell, yeah. He would have killed us. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, but that, that's my point is that this, they're at their strongest. And Brock Purdy's a legit MVP candidate. CMC, whether you agree or not, is a legit MVP, MVP candidate. After that performance, yeah. I'm all about, you know, if you're a non-quarterback, you got to do some historic if you want to win the MVP. I was talking about Tyreek when he was on pace for 2K. You know, Christian McCaffrey does some historic shit. I'm for it, especially if the QB play overall. So you're there now. Been, uh, not Adam yet. Cooked? Not yet, no. It sucks because Tyreek Hill got hurt. That's really what sucks. I feel like he was the one who was really headed towards that. Remind I mean, me. If he freaking keeps putting up four touchdowns to close the season, yeah, probably. Remind me of, of LT's record for touchdowns in a season? 20. Eight rushing and I think thirty three total if you include rushing, receiving, and passing. With the one passing, two passing, two passing. Raheem Mostert's got a lot of touchdowns, bro. He's he's not doing what LT did, but I was just wondering how many yeah, he no, had. LT was he was that dude that he was doing it all that year. Uh, I think twenty. What was it? Twenty three hundred total yards. I want to say it was Mostert. They get to the red zone and then he just. I know, isn't it great? I love it. Walks in. I love it. I love it. Okay, well, right now, what what's on your mind, though? You know, your team is going through some stuff. Honestly, it's at the moment, it's good right now because I mean, finally, we got. Try to tell you. Not even try to tell me what I've been. Y'all should you should have wanted this a few weeks ago, man. No matter what I want. Took Herbert getting hurt to you know, for everything to happen. So if I would have wanted us to lose, he wouldn't have gotten hurt. No, no, I'm saying it took Herbert getting hurt and the Chargers realizing, okay, I think it's time to fire everyone. Oh, no, it, it, no, it didn't take that. It took a 63 to. We got hurt after loss. that, right? Or no, he no, he got hurt before that. Yeah, that, no, yeah. Herbert was, that is no part of Herbert. Thank uh, God. That is, not on him. that is nothing, not on him whatsoever. Thank the Lord. Um, but it's actually, you know, that as bad as a loss as that is, you know, it's not even yes Staley's out that's great even better Tom Telesco's out even that I, that is something that I was surprised by I could definitely that's a game where somebody's getting fired after I was expecting the Staley news I wasn't expecting the Tom Telesco fire news which was great because I don't want Tom Telesco to make another hire to bring in another first time head coach and then we're wasting another year of Justin Herbert's career where. We have a, leg- a legitimate Hall of Fame caliber player at the helm, and we're just kind of just giving him bullshit and say, like, all right, you got it. Figure it out. No, man, get somebody established. I'm sick of these first-time head coaches who are coordinators on other teams 
that really, you know, had great units. Like he was a coordinator for the Rams when they were loaded. I would hope that you can have a good defensive unit on that freaking loaded with like prime Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Like, what are we talking about? Um, but again, the guy who's hiring these people is Mr. Tom Telesco. And I bring it up all the time. Hired in 2013. In that time, zero division titles, two playoff wins. That's a decade worth of football seasons. That's what you have to show for it. That is weird. That is quite literally accepting and being okay with mediocrity. And I'm I'm glad that eventually you had to say enough is enough. But it's kind of sad it took that long because Tom Telesco is a big problem that you know a lot of people didn't know about because again when you watch games you kind of just you see the head coach you see who's on the field but who put all those players on the field who hired these coaches. I mean, yeah, I just learned about this Austin because, like, I was, I was like, I need to learn this GM's name because he's gonna get fired this year. And I had a tweet; it didn't get any love because I tweeted underneath when the announcement was made that uh, Herbert was out for the season. And I basically, this is what I said: I said everyone constantly says this guy Herbert has no excuses and has competent offensive weapons around him. Now, granted, some of those weapons didn't play in the game against the Raiders. But I also said, let's see this offense without the guy. It will be bad, of course, but I think it will be generationally awful. And it was. Cooked. One of the worst games at Well, I, one of the I worst would, performances what ever. What I really want to know is what a lot of those people think about that game. Just just their thoughts. Oh, we didn't watch. I told you no one's going to watch that game. No, I mean, you still wake up and you see the score. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. But, but it's but, like, but I'm saying, like, what what your thoughts of, you know, this amazing roster that Justin Herbert has just been blessed with, who, you know, people give no credit to. Well, like I said, the guys didn't play. So, like, like Keenan Allen didn't play, right? I don't know. No, he did not. But, we but had, I'm saying, we, so now people are going to find, like, well, Keenan Allen didn't play. Now they're probably going to raise, well, Mike Williams didn't play. Well, you didn't realize Mike Williams has been out all year, right? There's fans out there who don't know that. Yeah, no, they all they talk about. Oh, he has Allen and Williams. I see it all the time on comments, Instagram, YouTube. Someone will say, "Well, he's got Mike Williams," and then next people, through people, are like Mike Williams is out. Mike Williams is out. Mike Williams is not playing, you know, with the clown emoji. And a dude said it on the <clears throat> on the broadcast. Uh, I forget what it was, but in the past, you know, couple of years, Herbert's been here. Allen, Williams, Herbert have been on the field for like less than 10% of the time. At the I remember, time. yeah, you tell me. It's going down and down and down. But, and as it is, how do we think of Austin Eckler just as a, as a running back at this point? People will be like, well, he's got Austin Eckler. Do you read? They, don't, they, don't, they also don't realize that Eckler has looked horrible since like what, he came what back. Are we, what are we talking about with Austin Eckler? A, a, a bad, straight up, just a bad running back and then a, Pretty good receiving threat. Are we serious? What are we talking about with Keenan Allen? This is a guy in Keenan Allen who's having a career year who nobody respected, was nowhere near top 10 talks, anywhere near. Anytime I would ever bring up, hey, Keenan Allen's in this conversation, I'd get laughed at. You're crazy. Keenan Allen's not like that. Same thing with Mike Williams. Nowhere near these top 10 conversations like a Jamar Chase, like a Stephon Diggs. But all of a sudden, when you need to, you know, take a dig at Herbert, now these guys are, you know, oh, well, he has Allen Williams. When are Allen Williams on the field together? I'd love to know because I don't see it much, and I watch a good amount of Chargers games. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing is when people just don't know about the situation. 
I mean, you can't expect everyone to know about like the, the deeper part of it with the coaching and Telesco and all that. That's fine, but like speak on it on the field. Maybe don't speak on it if you don't. know. Yeah, no, I, that's no, that's super annoying. That's what annoys me about rocket haters, bro. Y'all don't be watching. I'm not saying you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in terms of the MVP race, that was the other big topic. Just to kind of close out this segment. Is that is that Red Bull next to you? Uh, no. What I do with it? No. I don't remember, I thought I opened it. Put it in the fridge or something. I don't know. I might. I don't know if I, if I don't drink it today. I'll drink it tomorrow. I'm gonna be up tomorrow All doing right. some editing for pick a side. Um, we we can move on. I mean, we don't even have to really do pick them. You guys lost. Did we really count that? Like we didn't even do it. I know, but you still got a lot. I mean, I'd put mine in after the game I started. I feel like that's whack if we can. We were talking about it after the game started. I mean, but I thought you would see it and then, all right, let me get mine in real quick. I don't know. But I'm just saying we don't have to do it on this show. All right. We don't have to. We don't have to do Power Rangers anymore. Because it's, like, yeah. it's only two of us. So. Yeah, it's just two of us. So let's just get into the shorts. Because, cool. like I said, Christmas is in a few days. Don't know what's going to happen next week. So. While I have you here, let's just knock out a bunch of stuff. Let's get it. Okay. Which of these two NBA players has had a bigger impact on basketball? Allen Iverson or Steph Curry? Um, did you change it? I did. Okay. Sorry. Cause was, I do that, that a lot. That one wasn't clearing, so it's actually not a bad change. I don't oh, think it was a clearing. Man. We could talk about it off air, but it was, I don't think it was a clearing. Okay. Um... So if you would have asked this question twenty years ago, obviously Steph Curry wouldn't have been thinking. So this wouldn't. But I'm saying, yeah. like if, you know, if you know, we still lived during the two thousands. If that makes sense, the answer would be Allen Iverson. When you look at just you know the style he had, the baggy clothes to the arena, like he just epitomized it. What it looked like to just some guy who Found just. It. Some chill dude, you know, just, you know, hooping to, you know, get out of the situation he was in. Um, the undersized guard, um, you know, more more than hanging with the big dogs, holding his own, winning an MVP, getting a game off one of the best teams of all time in the 0-1 Lakers. At his size, you know, he looks like, you know, just at in terms of his size, looks like a normal per- person. Inspires a lot of kids like, hey, I'm freaking Allen Iverson's height. If I just put the work in, I can be like Allen Iverson. Yeah. You can't, but you can try. But another guy who's also undersized and just kind of looks like a normal dude is the other guy you're talking about in Stephen Curry, who has just completely revolutionized the game. And we see it all the time. I, I We might even see it on this possession right now where a guy is just going to take a horrible three doesn't happen here, of course. Um, a guy's going to take a horrible three on a fast break on a three and one, which, you know, 20 years ago, we're talking about AI times. Guy would have been pulled to the side. Hey, coach, come sit with me, man. Come sit with me. <laughs> now, if it's the right guy, that's a good shot. And why is that? It's because of Steph Curry. So just because of the time we're at now, we're in 2023. We're talking about this era of basketball. I'm going to go with Stephen Curry. So on the court is where you're going to take more yes in your argument okay for me I do think that Steph Curry has changed a lot on the court but if you're talking about on the court and off the court I have to go Allen Iverson 
And j- just talking on the court, like you were saying, people want to be like Allen Iverson. Like, it sounds funny, but when I was a kid, I wanted to be Allen Iverson. I had an Allen Iverson Philadelphia 76ers jersey. In terms of just like how cool players, like who was cooler than AI? Like, Nobody, bro. I had his shoes and his jersey. Yeah. That was the f- first jersey I ever owned. And, you know, a lot of people just like the way that he presented himself because it wasn't like the professional suit and tie anymore. It, it was, was genuine. It was him. It was just being himself. And there's a lot of people who l- play like bad. Like that's not a, it's a just a cultural thing. It, w- it went hand in hand with basketball and like what he was representing, I guess, was like just culture for them. Yeah. And it was something that they could connect with. So I think that for it's, I think it, that question with just basketball on the court. It's got to pr- be Curry. Pr- I don't, yeah. But then you look at guys like Kyrie and SGA and stuff. That's more Island Iverson, you know? Yeah, but we're just talking about a couple players. We, we You see like the But a, there's only one Steph Curry. But you, that's because nobody's as good as him. Yeah. Talk, but, I mean, Ky- you can make cases that other people have been not, you know, I think Kyrie's as good as... Uh, actually, no, I take that but back. But even then, we're talking about something different. We're talking about just pure impact. We see it all the time. Just those AAU clips of just some 10-year-old kid taking, but that you could take it, taking but, a 30-footer. Yeah, but I could argue that that's a negative impact. You could. You could argue that. But, but I guess we're just talking about yeah, impact. It's still impact. You okay. Could, you could definitely make that case, and I wouldn't fight you on that. It's close. I think Iverson, yeah. It's it's really close. I would go Iverson. You're going Curry. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, no, I'm not. Okay, I changed a few of these, by the way. Sorry. No worries. And these have been doing really good. Are people asking us to do them? So I've been trying to do the teams where it's harder. But who are the three greatest players in Washington Wizards history? All right. So, number one, Wes Unseld. I'm glad you're saying that because I was not going to say that. Got to be one because they have very little championships to their names. So the guys who play an integral part of that need to be a part of that. So Wes Unseld, I could go. I'd go Gilbert Arenas. I'll get Gilbert in there as well, and then I'll go John Wall. Shout out Elvin Hayes, who was also part of that um, team with Wes Unseld um, to win their one and only title, I think. I'm sorry, Wizards fans slash Bullet fans, if I'm disrespecting your franchise. Um, but, you know, Gilbert Arenas, he's more my era. Uh, you know, at his at the peak of his powers, he could step on the court with just about anybody on the league. Um, and then for my third, obviously going to, maybe not obvious, but John Wall, you know, was the face of the Wizards for, uh, Almost a decade. I'm about to say pretty close to a, a decade. Pretty, yeah, a decade, yeah. Uh, just about a decade. And, you know, he was carrying that team for the most part. You know, shout out Bradley Beal. He was also on those teams. But it's just like when he became the number one option, it was more so like the the Wizards on the on the downward spiral. So Yeah. But I, I feel like they would have similar time there, I would say. But I, I just feel like Bradley Beal never reached the highs that John Wall Nah, did. you're just going to ignore Michael Jordan? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, well, we know which way this is. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, they, they'll definitely be there. They'll definitely be there. Yeah, they will. I, I, I'm glad you said West Elm, West, say it again. West Unsell. I'm glad you said West Unsell because I am a complete casual. I'm not going into Wizards history and looking at West and West Unsell. Um, yeah, Gilbert Arenas, I would probably be my number one because, again, that's our era. I remember watching him. Gilbert over John Wall. Yeah, I go Gilbert over John Wall. Huh. John Wall wasn't as good as, as Gilbert. I just feel like he lasted longer. Who? Gilbert's prime was like, what, a four-year, three-year stretch? Well, he was good in, Watt in Golden State, too. What franchise are we talking about? I know, but I'm just saying, well, yeah, okay, true. I mean, ah, Gilbert Arenas was good from the time he got there to like, oh, 08? Till the... Wall was good, was an all-star for what, like four years as well? Four or five years? Yeah, just about. And, you know, had some pretty iconic moments in the playoffs. You know, a couple game winners, I want to say. It's definitely close. Okay, so let, let's nail down our three. So, number one, we'll go West Unsailed. At number two, I'm going Gilbert Arenas. But at number two, are you going John Wall? Two, I'm going John Wall. Three, I'm going Gilbert Arenas. Agent okay. Zero. John Wall will be my third honorable mentions. We got to do the honorable mentions. That's something I learned now. Michael Jordan is not an all-time great wizard. Yes, he's probably the greatest player to ever put on a wizard's uniform. Mm-hmm. But some of the other honorable mentions will be Bradley Beal. You could probably mention Chris Webber. Uh, I was looking at Earl the Pearl Monroe. Uh, <sighs> after that, it's kind of tough. Have you got other names? I mean... Yeah, my boy, uh, Elvin Hayes. Elvin, Elvin Hayes. Hayes. What about um, uh, Jerry Stackhouse? Wizard great. Not a wizard great, but I'm going to honorably mention him. But that's it. Top three has got to be Wes Unsailed, probably Gilbert Arenas, and John Wall. Manu Bowl. I don't know. This is rough, bro. This <laughs> is rough. I'm on a list right now. This is rough. I'm trying to list every name I possibly can so no one can say Shout we out Walt Bellamy. Okay. Bullets legends. Just shout out every Wizards player. <laughs> Gus Johnson. Everybody, yeah. household name. Everybody. Knows Somebody's gonna come out of the Instagram, and it'll be Brian something nineteen fifty three. Bro, y'all really didn't mention Phil Chenier. Like, are y'all serious? You don't even know if you're pronouncing that right. Chenier, I don't <laughs> know. All right, let's move on to the next one. I don't know why it was doing so good though. Mm. I don't know why. Okay. Which of these two NBA players had the better peak, Dwayne Wade or James Harden? Dwayne Wade. Better peak? I have a theory that we never even saw peak Wade. Or if we did, we saw it for maybe one year. Because remember, he was really good while his team was not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he led the league in scoring on a, was his team, I don't want to say they were bad, but did they were they a bad they team? They weren't good. They weren't good, okay. Peak Harden never missed the playoffs. Peak Harden didn't have the best rosters at times. And when LeBron came over, we didn't we didn't need like the Heat didn't need Peak Way anymore. He took a step back. And I would argue that that year he won the title, that wasn't even the best version of him. He probably had a better version to come. Like he wasn't even was he even in his prime? That was his third year in the league. He had just started his prime, but being able to do okay, that but in your to define what prime league. is because people be like Luca ain't even in his prime yet, Tatum ain't in his prime yet. To me, if y'all if you want to say Wade was in his prime and that's a general answer, I will agree with you. 
But a lot of people would be like, well, no, he's in his third year. He's not in his prime yet. People go prime age most of the time, and I don't agree with that. No, I mean, ideally, there's like a set, like, you know, 27 is ideally when you hit your prime, but that's not always the case for a lot of players. Sometimes you hit it, you start a little younger, and, you know, it doesn't, maybe you end your prime at, you know, 27, 28, which seems to be the case with uh, Dwayne Wade because he was... You hit it early is what you're saying. Yeah, because you're looking at, you know, 28, he was, it was 2010, and then that first year, 2010, 2011, he's 29. Ideally, you would still be in your prime, but, you know, we're looking at that 2011 season. That's kind of the end of Dwayne Wade's prime. That's a short peak, man. Harden was longer. I'm going Harden, bro. That <clears throat> I mean, just give me your final answer. I'm going Dwayne Wade. If you're able to, you know, carry a team to the finals, win finals MVP, averaging 36 in your third year. Fraudulent finals. Against, against a NBA legend and Dirk Nowitzki. That's that's tough to beat, man. I mean, when you got the refs on your side, I mean, it's kind of easy. I guess, man. I guess we just disrespecting legends these I'm days. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. You're the one that told me that. <laughs> I went back and watched because that because I, I, when I don't remember that, I didn't. Lo- I never watched the finals. That's the first, until 07. That's the first. I I wasn't watching, but I remember like my uncle was watching those on. That's the first finals. I'm like, oh. The first finals I remember watching games was 07. I'm like, this is boring. The Cavaliers keep getting blown out or whatever. And then 08 was when I was like, oh, I'm locked in. Yeah, I just lied because that's not – I remember finals being on. Like, I remember uh, the first finals. I remember being on the TV, like, and seeing and watching, like, the final moments as the buzzer went down was the third of the Lakers championship against the Nets. I remember that. Damn, you were watching that? Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't – like obviously, I was (laughs) – Six or seven. You weren't locked in. Yeah, no, no. I wasn't, you know, <laughs> live tweeting. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I remember it being on. And then the years after that were kind of. I don't remember that, bro. I was not watching. Because, you know, Jason Kidd, we had the same name. So I remember like, oh, man, it would have been nice to Jason. It sucks that my boy Kidd has to lose. But, you know. Yeah, the first one was for me. I remember watching Spurs and Pistons? What, 05? Yeah, 05. I remember I was watching when Ginobili hit hit that pass to Robert Ory and he hit that three. Yeah, I would say that. Was that yeah, it was 05. Yeah, I would say the first yeah, finals where I was actually like locked in, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm noticing. I'm watching like every game. I'm actually like an actual basketball fan. That was probably that 08. Oh, so yeah, me too, because I, I loved, like, because we didn't have league pass back then, and KG was always, I loved him. And so I wanted to watch that series. And yeah. You know, finals are broadcast live on ABC. So I remember watching. I was so happy for Kevin Garnett. Why? Come on, that's one of my favorite players of all time. I guess I was locked in on the next year when my guy lost. I remember I was at Double Dave's. Derek Fisher, whole ass hit that three, bro. Oh yeah, we had to get your boy up. Out I of know. There, man. Had to get your boy up out of there. Okay. What okay right now let's, let's try to move through these quicker. What two teams? All right, what two NBA teams would you predict to make the finals right now? For me, I'm gonna pick the Bucks, even though I don't think they're gonna win, and I don't know why I'm picking them. I just think the Celtics are gonna fail at some point, and it's gonna fall apart. I'm gonna go with the Bucks, and then I'm gonna go with the Clippers, bro. They're riding high. I am just kind of going with the hot take here. I I got Bucks and Clippers. 
It's definitely hot because I, I I don't see that at all. Especially honestly, the Bucks. I I probably feel like the Clippers is more realistic. I I just don't with how they. I don't the, trust the Bucks either. The, I just don't trust Celtics. The the tape the Boston Celtics have put on this year have been very impressive to me. I don't see one glaring weakness on on this team. I see a couple when you talk about that Bucks team. You know, you talk about the Celtics. Not much I have to really worry about. I'm going Celtics out of the East and on the West side. Um, don't pick your team. No, I'm not. Okay, cool. I was gonna pick the team I was rooting for last year with the Nugget, but I, I feel like that's a little boring. Yeah, it's I was boring. Like, let's go with Timberwolves. Timberwolves breakthrough season. Anthony Edwards superstar ascension headed to the finals. I like it. He's a father now. <laughs> Probably uh, not to his uh, approval. But <laughs> yes, he is. But doesn't he already have a kid on the way? Before that, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not too. It's kid. not my business. Yeah, I, I didn't really know much about his personal <laughs> life until a couple days ago. So. Yeah, we should probably not talk about. Well, <laughs> what you said, Boston and Minnesota. Boston and Minnesota. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to pick Boston. You've been on Boston. They're just good, bro. I, just, I, I think hate, something's I, no. I think they're great. I think they're good, but I think something's gonna happen. Like I'd be watching these games, and like there was one game where I, uh, I had bet on the. They were playing the Cavs. They play the Cavs two straight nights. I think I bet on Cleveland the first game, not to win, just to like mm. cover. And just the way they get, the, like it's so like it, Derek White corner three. He's hitting it every time. Freaking Porzingis down low on the block. He's grabbing every rebound, put back, top of the key, cash every time. I haven't even mentioned Jason Tatum and Jim. Oh yeah, Brown. no, I'm hate. Like, I mean, I picked Tatum to win MVP. I did too. Um, but I, I, it, it sucks because I'm a Lakers fan. I don't like these guys, but God damn, that's that's a good ass team. Like the, it's it's setting them up for you know high expectations. So maybe you know they'll fall short, so they fall flat on their face. That'd be great. But that is a good ass team. No, yeah, I'd, it'll be them or, or, or the Bucks, For in sure. my opinion. Okay, next video. <clears throat> this one might go long. We'll do it. Is basketball more, or do you think basketball is more competitive now in the 2020s or in the 2010s? Because I, I don't think, I do think basketball is still competitive right now, but I feel like in the 2010s it was different, bro. Like, the best players... The best players in the game, they would make regular season games feel like playoff games. For sure. Like Carmelo Anthony, that night he hit those two big shots against the Bulls. I remember watching that. It felt like a playoff game. And it wasn't. It was like February. And I know we're not at that point of the season now, but I just feel like over the last few years, like even with the in-season tournament, the games are just not like they don't have that feeling. And maybe that's just like nostalgia. How do you feel? I'm kind of of the same opinion. I was going <clears> to <throat> bring up just, I just typed in 2009 Western Conference. At one seed, you have the 65 and 17 Lakers. Two, the Nuggets at 54 and 28. Three, the Spurs at 54 and 28. Four, the Blazers at 54 and 28. Five, the Rockets at 53 and 29. 50, or sorry, at six, the Mavericks at 50 and 32. Seven, ho- no, I don't know what team that's supposed to be, but there's a team. That's supposed to be the New Orleans Hornets? You're right. Forgot about those guys. New Orleans Hornets. Damn, I just completely forgot about that. They were good that year, bro. Yeah, that was a MVP CP3. I want to say where he was playing like in MVP, the race, playing like MVP. make a Oka for. They had. Yeah. Do they have a reason? No, they didn't have a reason. Chandler was he still there? Tyson Chandler. No, they had Oka for though. David West. 
It was David West. Stojakovic. Yeah, they had Stojakovic, yeah. Um, so seven at the Hornets have 49 and 33 at the eight seed, the jazz and 48, 34 at the nine seed missing the playoffs with a 46 and 36 record, the Phoenix suns. Damn. So we're talking about, with a team Nash? That, we're talking about a team that was 10 games over 500 missing the playoffs. That's just crazy to me. That was the type of competitiveness. Bro. In the season tournament back then would have been fun, bro. Hell yeah. Instead we got LaMelo ball getting blown out. That's Sorry, tough, Adam. Man. That's tough. You ain't going to watch no, this. But no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel like, you know, just back then, I, I just didn't see so much. Thankfully, because of the in-season tournament this year, probably going to start seeing it now. But, you know, guys sitting out, you know, games. I just, you know, maybe, you know, it's just the old man in me. But I just don't remember it being like that with guys just sitting out. Guys wanting to play. Like guys yeah, bro. Like, this is there your would, job. There would be nights back then where it was like you would walk, you would walk into a game – like Celtics versus Hawks. Oh, Shaq took a tumble. <laughs> he does that every year. <laughs> Fall into the tree. But yeah, I feel like back in the day, we would watch like the Celtics, and we were in high school. The Celtics would play like the Hawks, and we knew okay, Paul Pierce, he's the best player on the floor. But after the game was over, you'd be sitting there like, damn, Joe Johnson just outplayed everyone on the court. Joe Johnson was used to mix Paul Pierce. Yeah, every every, and it was like that every night. And Guys then, would just perform to the highest level. And then I feel like um, <clears throat> just nowadays you, you get so worried. Like when you buy tickets to a game, you're so worried. Like, damn, what if dude doesn't play? Like, what, yeah. what, damn, he's on a back-to-back, uh, you know. He, he's playing in San Antonio uh, the night before, and then he plays in Houston. He might not play. I should wait to buy these tickets. Before, buy them damn tickets. He's going to play unless you're super unlucky and he gets injured. Most likely he's going to play. There are players that, multiple players that will play 80-plus games. Now it's just like Mikel Bridges is like, you know, he's like a unicorn. Who plays all yeah, 82 they don't. games every and year? And we're shocked Kawhi hasn't missed a game. Yeah, that's like, it's amazing. But it's just like, this is what's amazing now. Like, that's kind Playing, of dis- doing your job. Disappointing. I, I think that I remember watching games where, bro, Jameer Nelson looked like a top point guard. Raymond Felton would give other point guards problems. <laughs> like, we walk into games now where it's like, okay, we know how this game's going to go. Re- legit, wouldn't I mean, the Bobcats sucked back then when they had Raymond Felton. But, like, you would at least fight, like, play with intensity. Yeah. Oh, it's not like that anymore. I don't know. Like, I remember the Rockets in, like, 2010, 2011. We didn't have one all-star on the team. We had... You know, Goran Dragic and Marcus Camby and Samuel Dallenbear and Courtney Lee, but we were like forty-one and forty-one, barely missing the playoffs. Yeah, like we were competitive. I feel like, obviously, there's going to be teams with similar records right now, but I just feel like the I, I feel like the feel of the game is different. I completely agree. And even in the two thousands, I won't talk about that too much because I only watched like the latter few years of that. But even then, like. Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer would play y'all like and give y'all fits, not just in the playoffs, regular season. Mm-hmm. No, they had a they had a little squad back yeah. then, man. I yeah, I definitely miss our era of growing up, man. Okay, number six. This is a hypothetical. Oh, here you go. Adam's here. He didn't. He missed my Lamelo comment. <laughs> Don't rewind it. Just stay live. 
Okay, what would break the internet more? LeBron James announces his retirement after this season or Steph Curry requests a trade after this season? I would go with Steph Curry, bro. I might have to agree. It's just because, like, LeBron's of that. Like, retirement's got to come soon. But even then, he says he's going to play for Bronny. No, for sure. Man, yeah, because that would be... Retiring like right before your son gets to the league would definitely be after he said and after like and based on based on how he's playing yeah, now how he looks now he still looks like a easily a top ten player in this league which is can we just like appreciate that for a second because the fact you're twenty one and you're still easily a top ten player I promise you I try to is ridiculous but and so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one because again he's still playing at a high level. Uh, Bronny, shout out to Bronny, uh, made his first appearance with USC, uh, just last week or a few days ago. Shout out to him. Hope he's all right. Hopefully he gets, gets right. And, you know, gets, a has a great season so he can get his name in the high up in the draft. That'd be awesome to see. But it, I, I gotta be, I gotta go LeBron here. Cause you know, the level he's playing at, it looks like he can still go for another five years and just him just calling it quits right before his son enters the league, that'd be insane. Yeah, that, that's a definitely good reason. I would go Steph, though. Him request like Shams and Woj dropping the bomb. Steph's star point guard. Steph Curry has re- officially, re- how would he word it? Like has to officially requested a trade out of Golden State. Yeah. And the teams would rack up. Yeah, there's one. Steph to start, come on. <laughs> Let's be realistic. He's coming home. No, he needs to go to a contender. There's a few teams that it's like, okay, if he goes there, that's he can't change that. Like if he goes to Charlotte, like if he goes to Detroit. Yeah. If he goes to San Antonio, like they're still probably not a playoff team. San Antonio might. With pop? Mm, maybe. But in saying that, well, so I mean, well, we're saying requesting a trade. You gotta give up a lot for Steph Curry. It's not gonna be a bottom feeder trading for him. Yeah. But I would go Steph, and in saying that, there is a part two to this video, so don't miss that. And then I'm going to cut the video off there so they get ready for this one. Okay, would you trade these NBA players for Steph Curry right now, which he's 36 years old right now? So just give me a yes or no. Would you trade Anthony Davis for Steph Curry? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. Would you trade Jalen Brown for Steph Curry? Yes. Easily, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah, the highest paid player in the league, man. Yeah. Respect him. I respect. <laughs> I respect the second best point guard to ever live. Okay, this one's kind of silly, but would you trade Alper and Shengun? I would trade Alper and Shengun. <laughs> He's thirty six, though, bro. I would. Trade You're giving Alper. up the future with Shengun to put Steph Curry on the Rockets right now. Okay, so we're talking about the Rockets. Would they? Trade? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm saying right now with these teams how they are right now. I... Give me Curry, bro. Curry over oh, Curry over Shangun's a hot take. Out, you could figure out something, man. It's Steph Curry, bro. <laughs> I know it's Steph Curry. That's enough said. Okay, I'm trying to get more names because I forgot to prepare for this one. Uh, let's see. You get the greatest shooter of all time, and you figure out everything else later. That's what you do. Okay, would Who's you still playing at a very high level? Yeah, would you trade Joel Embiid for Steph Curry? Mm. 
I low key, this is the one where I low key, I'm probably, I'm saying yes. I would trust the next three years of Steph Curry over Embiid as he is right now. He's already shown but a lot of injury is, history. But this is one of those scenarios where, like, unlike all the other ones, you would have to give up a haul. This is a pretty even trade. You don't have to give up much more than Joel. Embiid. I'm just saying straight swaps. I know that wouldn't be that way for all of them, but I would give up Embiid in a heartbeat, honestly. Give up Embiid in a heartbeat, and you're left with Curry and Max. Curry and Max, yeah. That'd be fire. I ain't going to lie. I would trust that more than Embiid in the playoffs. He's horrible. He has one of the worst drop-offs in NBA history. Is it a drop off or is it he's getting hurt? I mean, it doesn't matter. He's out there playing. So, oh, so now he's out there. With Julius Randle, it don't matter. <laughs> no, yeah, this, yeah. Come on, we go pick. Adam says we're crazy. Let's show him some love. Put him on the stream. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing Joel. You're not trading Joel. I don't think so. Adams, I've been on a crazy. You know what he told me the other night? He's taking Devin Booker over Stephen Curry. No, why? He's been on a crazy Steph hatred. He just there's something about Stephen Curry, dude, just does not like. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. I don't know. Okay, would you trade Devin Booker for Steph Curry? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you would repair. How old is Booker? He's like, like what twenty seven, maybe. I don't know if I would honestly. Because, yes, Steph is better, but you're still getting a high, like, damn, like, fringe top 10 guy yeah. for, yeah, no, I'm not. Would you trade Zion for him? Yes. All right, last name. Would you trade Would you trade Tyrese Maxey for Steph Curry right now? I'd trade Tyrese Maxey for Stephen Curry. Yes. So then you get to pair Curry with Embiid. Yeah. You maximize your MVP's chances as much as you can. That's how you do it. Okay. Get a already That's cool. finished product. All right. Next one is if we play Steve Nash in the NBA today, would he be a top five player? I would still go Joker. I would still go Curry. I would still go Giannis. Giannis. Luca and Nash is a conversation. The conversation. We're talking about two-time MVP that's at his peak. And like you got to say, in this current NBA today, if we're putting him in the current NBA today, he's probably shooting the ball more. And the man had a strap. He did. I really wish he would have shot more because he'd be up a lot higher I'm, on those three-point yeah, rankings. I'm, I'm taking him over Luka. My five would probably be LeBron. I, and I would probably, I, would, I guess I would still put LeBron over him. I, I think Nash could crack the top five. I don't think he's top five, man. Who are you putting over him? Tatum? I'd go Tatum. I'd do all the names you listed. I'd go LeBron. I'd go um, <clears throat> I'd go Giannis. I'd go Jokic. Embiid? Embiid. Embiid is tough. Cause I'm Nash, taking Nash over Steve Embiid. Nash was just a offensive engine, man. But Nash clears Embiid, bro. Clears? He, it's not even a question. I don't have to think about it at all. Clear? He always clear about bro. his fraudulent MVPs. One of them is fraudulent. And Joel Embiid is fraudulent too. I mean, he did play at an MVP level for I three mean, he years. did. 
Man, you just completely off, Joel. I feel like you used to be an Embiid I guy. Know, he, <laughs> because everyone tried to blame Harden. No, it was Embiid's fault. <laughs> That's what did it, hey. James. It always comes back <laughs> to Harden, man. It's not my fault, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, no for me. I, I don't think Steve Nash, great player, one of the best offensive engines we've ever seen. But, you know, left a lot to be desired as, you know, as far as, you know, the defensive side of the ball goes. I must say no. Would not be a top no. five player. I'll go yes. Okay. If the NBA All-Star game was between the Americans and the, what is it, Europeans or foreigners? The world. Okay. So, do. I'll do. Like I'll the, re- rest, the rest of the world. Yeah, I'll reword it. So, if the NBA All-Star game was the Americans versus the rest of the world, which team would win? The Europeans alone are kind of crazy. They got Jokic and, and Luka. Mm-hmm. Embiid would qualify for USA. So at least you can combat it with that. Okay, so there were so the starting line would be probably Embiid, Durant, LeBron, Tatum. So we're talking about like what they go with, not what they're actually, like not where they're from. What do you mean? Because I know Embiid, you know, said. Well, I'm only because well, because he said he yeah. I mean, okay. if he's on Team USA, then I would assume. Okay. It's just like when we're talking about rest of the world, I, I would assume Embiid will be part of it because he's not from the USA. So. But but he I, did play for the US. He picked the US. Well, not yet. Or he, quali- yeah, he chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, so we'll say this. So since Embiid decided to play f- to represent Team USA, if he does play for them. Okay. So we're looking at a starting five of Stephen Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. Yeah, so Steph Curry. Gotta get LeBron in there. Not at the. T- I'm trying to think of a two. So I would go Steph Curry, Booker, Booker LeBron, LeBron, James, Durant, Durant, and Durant or Tatum. I would go Tatum at this point. Tatum. I'll go Tatum over Durant. Durant off the bench is insane. Yeah. So yeah, even then you get oh Durant off the God. bench, and then Embiid. That's a tough ass. And line then on the other side, you would probably go Luca at the one. I'll go. We'll go Shea at the two. Yeah, Luca Shea. At the three, you probably who's from Canada over there? I feel like Shea was their best one, and then you had Jamal Murray, Dylan Brooks, uh, no Franz Wagner. We're missing somebody, and we're gonna get roasted for it. It's not someone Canadian. Jamal Murray, but he's a guard. Yeah, I'm thinking small forward. Wiggins, not any Wiggins. Oh, Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Laurie Markkinen, Nikola Jokic, and then I guess we're missing a four. Siakam, Sabonis. Yeah, Siakam. Oh, Sabonis, Siakam. Perzingis. Perzingis. Yeah, damn. Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins is the other name. That's the Canadian you're thinking of. Yeah. Oh, USA clears. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, it's, you know. Because the the bench would come in in the USA. The the bench. The top end talent of the rest of the world. I think could, but yeah. Once we start, like we're we're having Kevin Durant off the bench, bro. Like, yeah. First of all, we have Joel and Harden off the bench. This isn't fair. Like he's he's quite literally not from it, but he decided he declared he's a U.S. citizen. He's a Team USA. So, yeah, bring Harden off the bench. I'm still mad y'all wanted to leave him off the reincarnation of the Team USA or whatever we were talking about that day. It's just a silly thing you were talking about. (laughs) Okay, here we go. We did that one already, so this is the last thing. Who are the three greatest Boston Celtics players of all time? Number one is Larry Bird, probably. Bill Russell. 
Bill Russell has to be. He has to. I'm, I was going to say Bill okay. Russell at two. You're just saying he's not number one. Okay. I would go Larry Bird one, Bill Russell two. I'll go Bill Russell one, Larry Bird two. Three, you can kind of pick whoever you really want. John Havlicek? Uh, I'm not. Bob Cousy? No, I'm. Honorable mentions Bob <laughs> Cousy, John Havlicek, Kevin McHale. Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish. He would, uh, I don't want uh, I would go Pierce over Parrish. No, Pierce over Parrish for sure. I mean, we're yeah. just talking about honorable mention. Pierce, does, I feel like he deserves to be in that con- the third spot conversation. Yeah, Pierce can definitely get in that conversation. None of the other 08 guys deserve to be there, I feel like. No. Closer Kyle Rondo. Would, Rondo, but I don't yeah. think Ray Allen and uh, Garnett are part of this conversation, respectfully. Yeah, that would be greatest to put on a uniform, obviously, but no. Yeah. Damn, I want to look up a list real quick. Greatest Celtics of all time. See, Adam knows John Havlicek. Yeah, he always got to throw in the old, the older guys. He just called you an old head. He's looking like the old. Talking about some John Havlicek. Uh, there's other names though. Um. Oh, yeah, you're looking at that. Kevin McHale, Bob Cousy, Havlicek, Larry Bird, um, McHale, Dave Cohens, Tommy Heinsohn, Sam Jones. Yeah, we're good. We got all we got all the names covered. Honorable, a, lot, a couple other honorable. Did you mention Ray Allen? He's not all time great, but no, that's why I said I don't think they deserve to be here. Respectfully, yeah. Uh, respect to MVP Isaiah Thomas. So you're putting Paul Pierce in that third spot? I might go Paul Pierce. Yeah. I don't see. I don't see. I don't think it's crazy to say Paul Pierce. He was there for a long time. Well, I mean, you look at the rest of these guys. You're talking about 50s, 70s, 60s, 80s, and then Paul Pierce. You got 98 to 2013. So that's right up your alley. Yeah, <laughs> I think you could go McHale or or Paul Pierce. So my top three: Bill Russell for sure, number one. Rest in peace to legend. Number two, Larry Bird. And then number three, John Havlicek. Hey, Adam's on his Instagram comments right now. <laughs> he said, you're not going to mention Kyrie? Not going to mention Tatum? Not yet. Nah. He's on his way. He's on his way. I feel like, you know, him being over Paul Pierce and, you know, wouldn't be crazy. Yeah, my top three is going to my top three will be Larry Bird, uh, Bill Russell, and Paul Pierce. Shout out, shout out to Kyrie Irving, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the Celtics fans will love that. Yeah. <laughs> They're just the biggest Kyrie they hate him. fans. All right, that's going to do it, though, man. Fun episode. We just the two-man the two man game tonight. It was a breeze. Yeah. It was just, what What are you, like, that's the big four. What's What's the big four that we are? What do you mean? Like the big four, like the Clippers? So tonight it was just PG and I'm hardened, so who are you? Um, I'll be Paul George. Paul George, nice and smooth. You know, can do you know a little bit of everything. Julio's Westbrook and Adam and Kawhi. That's a, even though he hates Kawhi. I mean, <laughs> he fucking hates Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, because they're very like stone cold answers to questions. Standing on business. You'd rather be Plumley. He's a Hornets fan. Plum, okay, Plumley. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. Not too many viewers, man. I, I don't know. We got to get some more viewers in here, man. I don't know how. That's what I was trying to put it on the Instagram. I thought because maybe we're getting more followers on there. Maybe we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll try to work on that next week. I'm thinking next week we might do something um, 
Bert from home, probably, you know, busy family stuff. Understandable. But, yeah. Shout out to Adam in the stream and uh, everyone else who has been. Well, it was really just Adam and Drake. So shout out to Adam and Drake who are in the stream tonight. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it, guys. We will see you all next time. Y'all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll, we'll be back before Happy New Year's.